This is the Loud Pedal Podcast with Chris Stubbs and Lee Holdsworth. Well, we're back after a COVID-induced break. We're not in studio, but better than that, we're live from SeaWorld on the Gold Coast, and it's the SMP specialist, Lee Holdsworth. How are you, Lee? <laughs> yeah, good, Stubbsy. How you going? Uh, there's the dolphins in the background. <laughs> uh, how is life? Uh, back in a pool or in line for a ride what are you doing <laughs> uh well we just arrived um yesterday and uh and it's been pretty flat out so we're just currently winding down from what's been a pretty epic uh show on the road for the last couple of weeks so anyway we've got a home base now for the next couple of weeks and um and we'll be doing a bit of bit of stuff out at SeaWorld, which is really cool we'll be i think um, tomorrow we're, we're actually involved in a show which will be <laughs> pretty exciting and and i've been one of the fortunate ones who have been able to bring their family on the trip too so i escaped with them and um and yeah glad that glad that i've got them with me so they can have a bit of fun as well watching the show what role are you playing dolphin seal i honestly don't know yet i hope they don't throw me in to swim with the sharks <laughs> <laughs> leave that for him you can do leave that for him <laughs> uh good stuff uh congrats too mate uh, podium on the weekend. We'll talk a little bit more about that uh, Thanks, in a few moments too. Uh, well, this episode, we've got a man who's a team owner, <clears throat> excuse me, a commissioner and a seven-time champ. That gives it away. It's Jamie Wincup and a little bit later, our newest supercars race winner, Jack LeBrock. Jamie, welcome to you. How are you, mate? Good, boys. How are you going? Yeah, hey, really Jamie. well. Really well. You got any ideas sightseeing for Lee? It's not like he's totally unfamiliar to the uh, South east corner of queensland in his past but you're gonna have him around for dinner or something yeah oh well he's more of a queenslander <laughs> than i am i've only been here for 15 years i suppose um but yeah sure mate come around got some do you know do you know what i am gonna hit you up for jamie a car wash because my name's a good wash <laughs> <laughs> come through mate come through $20 no, heard they do good good coffee too What's well, that? Oh, 40... <laughs> no worries, no worries. I heard your coffee's all right too. Coffee, coffee's good. Yeah, we've been I've been working pretty hard on that in uh, in between the rounds. So you tell me though. All right, I'll give it a try. <laughs> Come on, Jamie, washed for cars, that's the plug. Give us a deal for anyone with supercars accreditation. Teams are doing their bit, opening the garage doors. What can you do for people that show their accreditation at Washed for Cars at Hope well, Island. As I said, one wash is 20 bucks, or you can get two for 40. But um, <laughs> if you've got three, I can do do that for 60. You know, no problem. Uh, what, about, uh, what about Washed for Dogs? Perhaps an opportunity there for some of the mechanical team members to get their annual bath for free. Yeah, 100%. One, one-stop shop. You can uh, re refuel, get the car washed, and get the dog washed as well. I've seen a couple of, I've seen a sheep in there. I've seen a goat. Um, someone was trying to put an alpaca in there, but um, we give that a miss. It was a little bit too big, but yeah, we, we do, do, do it all on the uh, on Hope Island Road. Uh, good job, good job. Hey, Lee, do you get free entry there to see? Well, the kids would be loving it, wouldn't they? I, I think we do. I think we do. And, and I think we're also heading to Movie World at some point. So, yeah, there'll be plenty to do. Um, but yeah, we were really hoping to enjoy some sunshine up here, but we uh, haven't seen much of that. I, I thought these guys always rave on about how good their weather is, but yet to see it. Fair enough. We better talk about those things that go round and round with four wheels at some point. Jamie, uh, underachieved in your own words on the weekend. You said you'd have a good look at the data on Monday. What have you discovered? 
Uh, yeah, we clearly were quick enough. Um, the best strategy to, uh, to get through a weekend is have a fast car, go as hard as you can. So yeah, we're a little, little bit down on, um, on, on setup. Um, didn't, didn't quite go our way either on a Saturday night either. We're, we're very surprised how little people um, ran soft tyres. So that, uh, that, that hurt us, well, it hurt both, both of us um, for, the, for the Sunday race. But um, yeah, we've found plenty. There are a few, few little mechanical issues and um, a few things that we could have improved on as far as the setup went. So um, don't want to be Captain Hindsight or the, or the Monday expert, but um, yeah, if we had our time again, we'd do it a little bit differently. Jamie, what was, the, what was the plan heading into the weekend for you guys? We, you know, I think every every team had a bit of a plan on whether they go for go for gold or or go for the consistent weekend. Were you guys aiming for podiums and wins? Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, we wanted to run you know, one set of tyres um, in one race, or a set of softs in one race. So instead of uh, instead of stacking the softs, we were going to run them over two races and then just do the best you can in the third race. But we certainly expected better results in those races where we did run the soft tyre. Um, we're never going to beat the car. We, we were hoping to beat some of the cars that double stacked their softs in, in, those, in those quick races. But um, yeah, we were very surprised. So we, we used, uh, used our bickies up as you did on the, uh, on the Saturday and for 15 cars not to run softs, um, that was going to always make Sunday uh, harder than it needed to be. Well, as mentioned there, Lee, your podium second on on Saturday night. Congrats! Uh, I get I get the feeling that it was a little bittersweet. Was it for you? Yeah, it was. It was when you when you spend your when you spend big like that and you throw throw two sets of softs at it in one race. You certainly want to come home with the the glory of a race win, and and that was our plan. We had pretty good. We had really good pace. A few things didn't go our way. We had uh, you know probably got held a bit, uh, held up a little bit too much at the start which cost me a bit of time and um and then also our stop wasn't um wasn't fantastic so yeah we felt we should have had that one in the bag quite uh, quite easily so yeah really really disappointing um but in saying that you know we still came away with a second but you know you you, you never want to sound like a sore loser but and everyone's got their uh, their stories but yeah it would have been nice to walk away with a race win well, you got a snowboard. You know what to do with it. There's <laughs> not much you can do with it in Sydney or Queensland. <laughs> Certainly not Queensland. Um, yeah, that was. It was. Uh, it was meant to be for the Winton round. That one. So yeah. would have been. Would have made a bit more sense in Winton. But um, yeah, I. I love how how cool is it? Like that'll be the next next thing. That'll be the next surfboard that that we all go you know, go out to, to put on our, uh, on our wall. So that's pretty cool. I'll get one of them made up and, and sit it up in the, um, in the man cave. I like it. Tickford chose to split the cards up, didn't they? Why was that in terms of who ran the softs? When was it commercial reasons to give everyone a go, team points? What, what was the strategy there for you guys? Oh, well, I guess our way of looking at it was you can, you can, if you bank one really good result, the others, the other two don't have to be, great um, to get a good bundle of points or you have to have three very consistent uh, decent results to, to bank the same sort of points and um, you know for our sponsors you know it was the it was the truck assist uh, Sydney super sprint so for me once we qualified well on the Saturday which we really didn't 
we, we weren't banking on because we, we got through on hards into the shootout. So that was a bit of a bonus for us. And then it was a bit of a no-brainer from there on that we would run the softs in the shootout, uh, qualified fifth. And, and from there, we knew that it was, uh, you know, the, the race could be ours if we ran two sets of softs. So um, it sort of rests upon where you qualify as to what decision we made on, on strategy. And, um, and for the other boys, um, you know, we can't all go for a race win in the one race. There's four cars. So uh, we, we split it up. And um, and it worked for worked for Jack in the last race, and um, nearly worked for JC in getting a podium in the second race. Um, Cam, on the other hand, went for a, a consistent haul of points, and um, as hindsight shows, it probably wasn't the right call because I, I think he got the least points of, uh, or or at least he was third out of the four cars in terms of points. So um, for me, it worked pretty well. For Jack, it worked really well. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a really really hard weekend when it's like that, and um, it makes it very difficult. Uh, it makes it very entertaining for for the punters, but um, it's a it's a really hard one for engineers and drivers. Well, on that, Jamie, the idea of round points, Scaife's always really really big on this. It's it's pretty hard now. I like the idea if if we're going with a, a tire format like this, but it's pretty hard to implement that now, isn't it, Jamie? Yeah, we for the last for for a while now we've recognised the round winner. So, in my opinion, I think we continue to celebrate the top three of the round. But I, I think we we now, if it's a situation like the weekend, we recognise some way, shape, or form the uh, whoever scored the most points over the the event. I think that's uh, I think that's a everyone's going for the for the most points for the event. Uh, and that'd be nice. I think there. I don't think there needs to be a trophy or a, or a podium presentation or anything like that. But uh, maybe something for TV to to jump on board and recognise who scored the most points over the event. It, it's a bit of a tedious conversation this one with the tyres, and it, it's emotive for a lot of people as well. Overall, as a as a commissioner and a team owner, were you happy with how it played out on the weekend? Uh, the, the situation was we, we had an excellent weekend, City Motorsport Park Part 1, with the, with the soft tyre only and not quite having enough to put them on for every stint. Now, for that circuit, uh, in, with that weather condition, with that format, I think that was perfect. And we sort of knew that uh, going into City Motorsport Park 2. Um, but you're never going to get a situation like that again where you can back-to-back two different tyre strategies. So we took the opportunity to, um, to test something new. Um, we, we knew there was a potential it wasn't going to be quite as good. It was going to be... We, we, want, we want some unpredictability and we want some variation between the cars. You know, we want to... We want to create that, but um, at the same, but we knew it was going to be somewhat on steroids on the weekend because of the massive difference between the, the soft and the hard tyre. So I think a big part of it uh, was, was fantastic for me, seeing, uh, seeing Jack at his first win and the, the, the racing was good. The, the battles towards the end of the races was, was absolutely cracking. So um, we've got to make sure we always compare that to three boring, predictable races where nothing goes on as well. So we certainly, um, we spiced it up, probably a little bit too much, in my opinion. Uh, once you go too far down that path, 
it becomes um, a little bit more of a, a little bit more of a lottery, uh, and then you you don't get cars that or drivers that have a genuine rivalry um, competing against each other head to head. But uh, all in all, I think it was well worth the test. Certainly do it again, and uh, yeah, looking to fine tune it as uh, as the rounds go on. We're never happy, so, are we? If the same team keeps yeah. winning, we complain, and then when it gets mixed up, people are still complaining. So we're never happy, Lee. Uh, yeah, so so Jamie, you would see it as a success for the category the weekend, or do you? And and where do we go from here for the future? How do we how do we keep mixing it up? Because Sydney is a is a one off event. It's very unique um, in what, uh, as you said, with you know degradation and that sort of thing, which we won't see at many tracks this year. So where do we go from here? And was it a success? Uh, in my opinion, the, the two biggest areas to look at is the, the car itself. Um, you know, and there's big plans moving forward to, to change the, the car and the aerodynamics. Uh, and also what, what we can do with the tyre. You know, can we, can we work with Dunlop and do something a little extra with the, the current tyre? Now, if you get that right, you don't need different compounds. You don't need... DRS, you don't need you don't need it really anything because the racing is, uh, is is what it's all about. But if you don't have those first two majors, then um, you've got to make little tweaks here and there. Now we certainly don't want to go down the sporting parody um, <laughs> journey because the the DNA of this category is it's it's got it's not sporting. You know what I mean? But yeah, the winner doesn't uh, put ten kilos on their car, or there's no taking from the rich and giving to the poor. Or everyone's got equal opportunity. Uh, but we can do things with with tyres as we did on the weekend. Everyone had exactly the same opportunity at the start of the weekend to uh, score as many points as they can. So. Um, but in saying that, as I said, if you go too far in one direction, it be um, it gets seen to be a little bit artificial. So I think that the need there's a, it's it's very difficult to come up with uh, the the tyre strategy and how many tyres are required to to create really good racing and make it difficult, make it challenging for the engineers and the drivers as a, as the weekend goes on. And as you know, that changes with temperature, it changes with how how long the races are, how many qualifying sessions you do. Um, and the degradation of the circuit as well. There's so many factors, but um, there's some intelligent people in the category. I think it just takes each round, somebody coming up with a, um, looking at the raw data and the numbers and working out exactly what we need to give us the best opportunity to, to create some really good racing. So I guess it begs the question, what's the format for Darwin then? <laughs> uh, we, we, we don't know that. That's, uh, that's, that's not officially locked in yet. So... Uh, commission meeting next Monday. Um, the other confusing thing is, so it's not up to the commission to come up with the right concoction to make the, to make the, um, you know, the, the, the sport flourish. They're they're part of the decision making process and part of coming up with the ideas. But it's the uh, it's the series itself and the people within it that, uh, that that need to come up with the ideas. And it's up to the commission to make sure they they vote on the the best idea that's presented in front of them. But if, if nothing's presented in front, then we just continue to do what we, we've always been doing. Lee, did you have anything else there on tyres before we, we move on? No, I, I think that, I mean, I, I think Darwin's going to be a different story. I think that it wouldn't matter what tyres you threw at us. They don't really degrade too much up there. So, um, 
I think people will be pitting quite early and <laughs> and just trying to trying to come home with a, a, a uh, clean air in front of them. But yeah, so Darwin will be a different story, but it's a great racetrack and I think we'll provide plenty of good racing up there. But that, that weekend, I, I thought it was really entertaining. I thought that um, I felt it was a really huge success for the category because, you know, it was so unpredictable. Um, Sportsbet would have had a, <laughs> a huge headache on their hand trying to work out the odds um so in that in that sense i think you know we've been trying to mix up the racing and it, and it was a success but from a, a driver's point of view it was a, a massive headache i'd love to know what the odds were for lebrock uh andre and hazelwood to be on the podium on on sunday whoever got onto that a mystery ticket or something they would be doing pretty well uh gents in terms of COVID, on the weekend in the days leading up to the race we we discovered that there were some flare-ups in, in the areas adjacent to the track in the vicinity. Um, did you guys feel in, entirely safe the whole time? Was it on, on your minds at all? Uh, for, for me, um, I guess we, being from Victoria, that was always playing on our minds. Um, but I, I think that Supercars did an amazing job of, of um, keeping us or protecting us and, and us protecting ourselves against... Um, any threat so you know we we reduced the threat as much as we could in that we separated the Queensland teams the Victorian teams in pit lane um, we really had no contact with Queensland teams or you know the, the the spectators that were there they were over the other side of the track so we had no contact with them um, and we were wearing face masks in the pits um, so really but but it always plays on your mind so you're still you know I'm so conscious now of washing my hands and um, and sanitising and all that sort of stuff and keeping my distance from people. Um, really, I've developed a bit of a case of OCD <laughs> with, with that sort of stuff. Um, James I got it really safe anyway, so that's yeah. That's not <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I reckon I reckon we're doing a great job of it, and um, and now you know being up in Queensland, I feel even safer. It's sort of a, a, a bit of a um, a, a relief to get out of that sort of that pocket where there was some threats, you know, it was the next suburb over where we had a case. Um, and, uh, but yeah, we, we were very protected where we were, I felt. How often are you tested? You've got one coming up today, I'm assuming it's a pretty uncomfortable but very necessary process. Yeah, so when we got into New South Wales a couple of weeks ago, we got tested the next day um, and then again, in the in the week leading up to the race on the Wednesday, the whole of uh, supercars um, from Victoria had to test again. And now that we're in Queensland, again getting tested today, and we'll get tested again before we fly to Darwin. Um, not sure whether we get tested again up there, but it's basically every it's about once a week we're getting tested at the moment. And um, so yeah, you couldn't you probably couldn't have it any more regularly than that. Yeah, we'll talk to you a little bit more. Um, about what's going on in your world and when you get to Darwin. Uh, but we'll let Jamie go in a moment. But Jamie, <clears throat> Townsville, suggestions of a, of a double there. Um, you've just got to make hay while the sun shines, don't you? And get in whatever racing we can, however we can, correct? Yeah, it's a balance. It's a balance, certainly. While, uh, while everyone is in Queensland or up at this end of the, end of the world, we want to do as much racing as we can. Uh, we've got to be wary of, um, you know, the, the practicalities of putting a car and a race team together and getting it to the circuit and whatnot. 
Um, plus, we've got to make sure we get uh, the Victorians back to their families and have enough time to, uh, to, get, to get back to base um, before the biggest event of the year, Bathurst. So it's very, very fluid at the moment. Supercar's already sent out a, a couple of different calendars of what we're going to do. I'm sure that'll most likely change again before the end of the year. But um, second, second, I'm going to second what Lee said before. They're, they're doing a great job behind the scenes. We don't normally, there's not many uh, good stories get around the, the media these days. But, uh, you know, what, what, uh, what supercars are doing behind the scenes, making sure we are all isolated and kept in a pocket and making sure that the sport can continue. Uh, it's pretty phenomenal stuff. And we're all, uh, we're all very, very grateful for it, that we can keep going to racetracks and enjoying what we do. Um, and, you know, we're... Let's try to get through 2020 the, the best we can and keep keep uh, keep adapting to the to the challenges and the curveballs that are going to continue to keep getting thrown at us as the year goes on. And um, but if we can get a full championship out, I think uh, I think that'd be a fantastic result. Sandown in eight weeks looks difficult at, at this point. So much can change quickly. Where else could we go? What are the other options? Uh, well, as you say, Townsville um, is basically set up or will be set up. So it's possibility to do a, another race there for sure. Um, but then you've got Queensland Raceway just down the road also, um, which is a fantastic circuit, which we, which we can use. Um, so they're two, they're two real obvious ones um, if Sandown is, um, is in threat. Yeah, fair enough. Jamie? We'll let you go at that point. We've already gone over uh, the time that we told you we'd have you for. So um, I'm sure you've got some cars to go and wash or something yeah. or another meeting. <laughs> and uh, Lee will be around at 7.30 o'clock uh, tomorrow night. Beautiful. Yeah, no worries, mate. We're just meeting around. Meet around Get the, the roast on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, boys. Cheers. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Jamie. Cheers. Well, Lee, um, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about what happens next for you and for your family uh, in terms of, of getting to Darwin, what, what you can and can't do on, on the Gold Coast? Are you having to be really careful of, of where your family even go and who they're in contact with? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we've, got to, we've got to be very conscious of, um, you know, keeping our distance from, from people and um, certainly not going to the, the popular or overpopulated areas or you know, to pubs and clubs and that sort of thing. We've got to be very careful. So, you know, we'll do, we, we, we've got a house. Um, so it's nice to, nice to now relax. And I think we'll be doing a lot of hanging around there and, and then I'll be doing training with the team and that sort of thing. My family are up here as well. So um, I've got mum and dad just down the road. So we'll be visiting them. Um, but yeah, certainly won't be, you know, mixing it up too much with, um uh, you know, big crowds and that sort of thing. So you've got to be very conscious of that. As far as the future goes, where what I do with my family, that's been a, uh, a an ever-changing um, situation. Mm. I don't know when they'll go home. Um, obviously, Melbourne's in lockdown at the moment, so there's really not much point sending them back um, at this stage. But I think that after a couple more weeks, they'll be <laughs> they'll be more than ready just to get back to all the you know, to, to, to home and um, having all the, all the cooking utensils and everything around and, um, and having all their toys and stuff to play with. I think they'll be pretty over traveling by then. And in Darwin, will you stay at the same place? Will you be in dorms? Is there someone you're requesting not uh, to be in the same room? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, look, 
Well, I, my family, I, Alana and the kids, well, they'll go home. Uh, sorry, they, they won't be coming up to Darwin. They'll probably stay in Queensland. And Alana's dad is up the sunny coast, so she'll probably go and stay with him. Um, and then, but we're just, we, we just don't know what, uh, where, where it's all heading at this stage. So we're just taking it one day at a time. And um, I'd say that after Darwin, if we're heading to Townsville, then we'll probably, I would imagine, come back here before we go to Townsville. So spend a bit more time on the coast and then, um, and then head up there. But yeah, like I said, by that stage, I reckon they'll be ready to head home. Yeah, fair enough too. Look, at this point, we'll bring in our most recent race winner in the world of supercars, Jack LeBrock. Congratulations. How are you feeling? You hung over still? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. But uh, no, I've been very well behaved, actually. So uh, we can't do too much. Me and Cam got a little bit of cod going and a couple of beers on Sunday night. That, uh, that's about as uh, exciting as it's got at the moment. Oh, do, do, you reckon now, do you reckon now you're on the coast, Jack, and we're all together, that you might have a chance to celebrate and maybe even shout your teammates a few beers or, or um, team. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Are you able to handle that many, Lee? Or are you, are you right? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't tried in a while. Lee, <laughs> <laughs> well, you sounded pretty disappointed before when you said you couldn't go to clubs anymore as part of your restriction. <laughs> uh, well, Having the family here gives me an excuse not to go to the clubs. I, I, I don't mind a bit of a... I don't mind hitting the clubs. Are you taking Lana's a handbrake? <laughs> no, 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 no. It just, I'd rather be at home with her. <laughs> oh, well played. Well played. Hey, Jack, do you know what to do with a uh, snowboard? Uh, no, I don't. I've actually never been snowboarding. It's probably a good reason for that. Just uh, my long, uh, lanky limbs don't really know what to do when it comes to um, being that coordinated. So, uh, yeah, should actually try bolting some bindings on and maybe try and find the sand hill up here in the GC. There you go. There you go. Fraser Island or something. Head there. You have um, use it as a wake. We could use it as a wakeboard now. Oh, we could do it at SeaWorld just right here, couldn't we? We should try it. We could. <laughs> Have you been to SeaWorld before? It looks like you're in you're in one of the rooms there. You're actually on, on base inside at the moment there, Jack. Yeah, mate, just in the hotel at the moment. We were um yeah out there this morning doing a bit of a media call and uh saw where we're gonna be doing the the big show with uh Holdy doing some dance moves. So it's gonna be pretty exciting. I can't wait to see Apparently. this. Apparently. The dolphin's gonna be able to him, he's pretty little. Yeah, we're we're going to be doing some funky stuff out there tomorrow. I don't know what it's all about, but yeah, um, at least the dolphins might like recognise the dolphins might recognise you as one of them, Lee, with that bald head. So, well, it's quite shiny. It's quite shiny. <laughs> I just need to put a a fin on top. Yeah, we'll, we'll get the permo out and draw a little blowhole on for you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back on track, Jack. Uh, through. Uh, the last the last couple of laps when when you realised that you that you had it were you even able to it was pretty tight were you able to relax and enjoy the last lap or two? Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty tight there the last five laps. I knew I was struggling for for rear tyres. They fell away pretty quick, and when you start getting straight line wheel spin out of uh, turn five and six and stuff like that, you know you're in a bit of trouble. But um, yeah, it wasn't too bad. We were sort of maintaining it okay, and then the second last lap, I had a had a big wobble down at turn two and lost sort of uh, three, four tenths back to Andre again. And uh, yeah, man, it was quite nervous at, at that stage. I didn't really know if we we're going to make it through in one piece. But um, yeah, with Todd coming up, but the way he did, he had uh, quite good tyres and he got involved with those boys behind us and uh, gave us a bit of a uh, breathing space for the last half a lap. So uh, it was good. Good enjoy the last uh, few corners, which was uh, pretty cool. 
Jack, hey, Jack you, you, uh, no, you, you had a you had a uh, an amazing pit stop. The boys put in a, a great effort in that one, and and you're able to jump um, Andre and and get yourself a little bit of a gap. That must have been a pretty sweet moment when you came back out on track. Yeah, and no, I was awesome because we had it. Was, I think it's like four and a half um, seconds to to Andre there, and. Um, yeah, B-Rad got on the, the phones and called us in. So uh, it was good. He uh, nailed the strategy. And then the, the boys in the pit lane, I think they uh, actually pulled one of the best pit stops um, together that they've actually done for four tyres. So uh, perfect time to do it. So, um, yeah, those guys did a mega job. They've actually been on fire all weekend. I think they, uh, we had the quickest pit stop in race one as well with two tyres. So, uh, yeah, they did an awesome job. And then, um, yeah, had a pretty pretty good outlap and uh yeah when we came through turn one um you could see we, we cleared Reynolds and Andre was just in front of us so uh yeah she was pretty cool just hung on and uh tried to get it done. Jack what do you say to people that are having a bit of a go at some of the results on on the weekend saying it's fake etc? Uh yeah look I suppose you're always going to get people um who don't agree with uh different ways we go about putting or doing the sport and, and stuff like that it's always going to be yeah, knockers. So uh, I don't know. It's it's a tough one because everyone wasn't on the, the same strategy. Everyone sort of spread it out over the weekend. And um, I suppose there's two ways you can look at it for the purest race fans who want to see everyone on the same tyre racing as hard as we can. Um, yeah, want to want to see that action every time. But at the same time, I think it's probably one of the best couple of weekends we've had in terms of mixing the results up and sponsors on every car up and down pit lane that probably haven't had as much exposure in a, in a long time. So from that point of view, I think it's it's awesome because um, the times we're in at the moment, I think we need to be able to give as much back to sponsors as we can. And um, I think that last couple of weeks have uh, been mega for that. Yep. Yeah, well 100% agree with that. And 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 also, what, what I can add further to that is that we all had the same opportunity. It's not like anyone was given a uh, an advantage, um, you know, before the weekend. We all knew what we were in for. We knew... We knew we could we could do whatever we wanted with tyres. Um, yeah, what what you can look at is is the overall points, and that was something that Jamie touched on. You know, at the end of the weekend, the top three probably should be recognised in terms of points. But Jack, I think, finished sixth overall for the weekend, so he had a he had a mega weekend, and um, yeah. So I guess you know people people being critical of it. Um, the category's trying stuff. They're trying to mix it up. And, you know, there's been a lot of backlash from the fans about uh, seeing the same winners all the time, seeing the same people on the podium. And now we're doing something about that. So, you know, you, there's always going to be people that love what you do and people that hate what you do. And um, uh, but, but I think supercars are doing the best they can in, in the times that we're in. Yeah, couldn't agree more, Lee. Jack, um, joining Tickford, what's different? You've got people like like the other bloke on the line uh, hanging around you as well. But what do you like about the place? Yeah, look, I only came here to hang out with Holsey because uh, he was pretty good there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, jumped to that opportunity. But, uh, no, nah, it's unreal, ain't there? As Lee's found out with um, the, the the team, they're being really supportive with everything. They try and uh, they give us a, an awesome opportunity to, to go out there and uh, do the best job we can. So, um, and then just from the point of view, I've never had a teammate before in the main game. So, um, having Lee... Cam and now JC in there, it's uh, it's awesome. I just try and yeah get as much information out of them as I can. Um, yeah, just and soak it all up. So it's a massive learning curve for myself, but uh, yeah, loving every moment so far. 
Lee, the young fellow's all right, isn't he? He is, he is. Uh, you know, we always, I always knew that Jack was a good steerer and, and I knew that once he jumped in a Tickford car that, that he'd be away. And, you know, it, it always takes time to adapt to a car as, as I found out at the start of, or I was always, I always felt that it was going to be the case, but it, it does take a bit to get your head around a new car. And, um, and Jack's definitely getting to the stage where he's a consistent, you know, top 10 runner. And, um, and now, you know, he's got a race win under his belt. So such a, a, a great, um, a, a great achievement for, for Jack. And, um, and yeah, so it, it's, it's great that he can reward the team by putting in the faith, uh, them, the faith that the, the team has showed in, in getting Jack and he's paid them back. It must have seemed a long way away sometimes last year. Jack, it was, it was pretty tough, wasn't it? Yeah, last year was, uh, yeah, it was very tough. You don't know whether you're actually going to be going racing the, the following weekend and stuff like that, especially at the beginning of uh, 2019. So, uh, yeah, it, we, got, we got through it. We um, still got the miles under our belt, um, did the learning and stuff like that. So, it's, uh, it's all valuable in the end. Um, but, yeah, look, I suppose it's not until this year when I've sort of got to this other environment, you sort of, you look back and yeah, you realise that you probably weren't in the best headspace at times and stuff like that in, in the car. So, um, no, nah, it's been amazing. Like Tick would have uh, given me every opportunity to, to have a chance at um, showing what we can do. And uh, yeah, it's just awesome to be hanging with such a great group of guys. Has it made it sweeter? You, you had a top, what was it, top five at, at Bathurst, you know, way back in, in the early days with Cam for memory. Um, so you probably thought, given what you'd achieved in your, in your junior grades on the way up, that it was just going to, to happen and it was a natural progression. Is, is, that, is that fair to say that you, I'm not saying that you're ahead of yourself in any way, shape or form, but just that things were progressing so well that then to have a downer kind of year like the tough one you had last year just makes this all the sweeter? Uh, yeah, look, I suppose you've always got to have confidence in yourself that you can do the job. So uh, through DVS, we, we always had a pretty good run, which was always good. But yeah, it's, it's always a massive step up, which uh, everyone sort of finds from, from DVS to the main game. So uh, yeah, look, it's, uh, it's been cool. It's um, been an eye-opener with how professional the, the outfit here at Tickford is. And um, yeah, I've got a lot, lot, lot to learn as well uh, throughout the rest of the year. Did you feel, Jack, that I, I remember from when I got my first race win, it really, it feels like you've just cemented yourself in the in the championship and established you, yourself as a name to, uh, as a bit of a force. So, do do you feel now it's it's really boosted the confidence and and now you, uh, you feel like you sort of you you're there now and and those opportunities will come more often. Uh, yeah, potentially. I suppose um, for me, it, I didn't really. No, I suppose you, you always question or second doubt yourself, second guess yourself, sorry, if you can actually do the job. Um, and for me, I suppose for my confidence, it's really good. I know I've got a, a long way to go still to be a consistent front runner. So it's something I'll still keep working towards. But um, yeah, look, I don't think anyone's safe in this game at the moment. We're um, all potentially on the line. And um, so, yeah, hopefully hopefully it's uh, a good boost of confidence, which I think it will be. And um yeah, as soon as I keep learning some more throughout the year, hopefully you can get um, up the front a little bit more with you boys. Well, that's the thing. Has it made you reassess the goals now for the rest of season 2020? 
Uh, look, I'd love to be on the, the podium and get some more wins and all that sort of stuff. But um, look, it's no doubt there's some it's very uh, tough competition out there. So uh, look, I think we'll just continue on the same path. We can continually be around the, the top 10 as much as we can. Um, it's going to be a great achievement for us. So uh, yeah, and just take the results when they, they come to us if we have any um, outstanding uh, races. Fantastic. Jack, congratulations once again. We look forward to seeing what else you can achieve over the rest of this year, starting, of course, in Darwin in a, in a couple of weeks' time. Do you have any plans for any sightseeing? Have any kids that you have to look after or anything like that? No, nah, no, no kiddies for me. I might be Uncle Jack at some stage, though, for, for Leezy. So um, I'll leave with myself and Cam taking over babysitting roles. But um, yeah. I don't think Lada would let you anywhere near them, mate. No, yeah, no, no, no. No blame either. It'd be, like <laughs> kids, it'd be like kids looking after kids. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, how much ice cream can we eat in an hour? Thanks for your time. Enjoy it there uh, on the Gold Coast. I mean, you obviously you've got plenty of connections there anyway, Jack. But uh, enjoy yourself. We'll catch up with you again soon. Yeah, perfect. Thanks, Rolls. Appreciate it. On you, Jack. See you soon for a beer, mate. Yeah, <laughs> see you, mate. Bye bye. <laughs> uh, Lee. Championship standings at the moment. McLaughlin, Wind Cup, Mostert, Percat, Cam Waters in the top five. Then Reynolds, Van Gisbergen and yourself with your old mate Mark Winterbottom one spot behind you. Um, it, a little bit further down after the weekend, but in general, the season so far, you must be pretty happy with where you're at as a Sydney Motorsport Park specialist. You'll be sad to see the back of that place. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> We've done enough laps now around Sydney. Um, I think it's time to head somewhere else. But yeah, it's been it's been good fun. You know, we've 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 come home with a couple of trophies from Sydney, and um, yeah, I, I certainly feel like we've we've made a huge step in improving the car. We were on that path um, at, in the back half of 2019, and we've continued to improve it. And um, Sammy, my engineer, and and I have worked really hard in um, in in following that direction and improving the car each round and. If we can continue to do that, then you know we can we can move up in the championship from where we are. When you look at the points from fourth back to myself in eighth, there's I think it's 35 or 40 points, which is just crazy. Um, so you know one good result jumps you four positions in the championship, and we just need to have we we need to keep our consistency. Um, we need to to keep you know pushing for podiums. Um, yeah, and and the championship will work itself out. But you you sort of you, you don't know how long the year's going to go for. So you just want to get as many good results as possible, so that you can look back at this year and and be proud of what you've done and um, and have trophies to show for it. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, just quickly, in uh, I know you keep your eye across other motorsports as well. Um, in terms, we'll get to your lethal weapon in a minute too so uh, if you haven't already thought on you've only got a minute i got something i got something it's not very <laughs> aggressive but it's not it's not lethal but it'll it's something <laughs> All right, well, well let's uh let's do it now it's time for the nice guy of supercars to fire up it's the loud pedals lethal weapon actually i think you know there's been a lot of chat of the e-series since we got back to real racing. And I actually think it's been a really good thing for the category. The racing, the standard of driving has lifted, which is really surprising after driving on computer games because, you know, there was no fear during driving, you know, when you're on a computer and 
So there were aggressive passes. There was, um, uh, you know, you had to you had to prepare yourself mentally for one lap in qualifying because that's really all you had um, in the tire on on the computer. And and when we get back, when we got back to the real thing, I think some of that stuff that we learned during that series has really helped. So I, I have to commend the drivers on on the level of uh, aggression, but also how clean it's been and the sportsmanship that, that we've all shown, I think has been amazing. You know, we haven't had such good racing in a very long time. And, um, you know, there's no uh, malice out there on the track where people are taking each other out. It's pure, just hard racing and, and good passing. So yeah, E-Series has been a good thing. Fair enough. Is there a little bit of the, you say about people, you know, going pretty um, looking after each other on track. Is any of that to do with, the fact you guys are away and the costs and financial pressures already this year, is that in your mind at all? Or have any of you spoken about, or the team, even Tim or anyone's, just be wary that we don't have a lot of spares or it's challenging to, to turn cars around? Yeah, look, there's, there's been a lot of that chat from, from Tim and, um, and the engineers. You know, the mechanics don't need that extra work at the moment. But in saying that... Uh, it's funny because th there's more aggression on track, um, yeah. which is what surprises me is there's more aggression, but there's less damage. Um, so I, I think that people are, uh, when, when they do go for pass passes, it's not half ass because they're the ones that end up in with damage. Um, so when, when people are going for passes now, they're really committing. And, uh, and, and, and so when there is contact, it's side by side rather than in the rear door or in the rear, uh, rear yep. bar or something like that so yeah it's it's um it's strange because you know you would think that with with that um you know being conscious of damage and that sort of thing you would think that the aggression would die down but it's gone the other way is bathurst now a bigger race than than ever before if it can get any bigger given that this championship is a little different i mean i don't know what other word to use to describe it and, and winning the championship this year it's um it may not be viewed as, as as it has been previously. So do you get what I'm trying to say? Does Bathurst suddenly become everyone just all in on, on Bathurst and the championship, too many twists and turns to, you know? Bath, Bathurst is even bigger now, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, having 300 points up for grabs for one race, um, we're, we're at the moment, you know, we're, we're, we're racing for 100 points per race. Um, and how close the championship is and and how long the championship will be which no one really knows definitely at this stage um it definitely becomes a a much more important round than ever before always always is a massively important round but even more so um so and and, and plus the enduro drivers are only doing one round this year which is um i suppose will will that they play an even more important role in a drivers championship and uh, and and given that a lot of the enduro drivers are, are not going to be doing a lot of laps this year, um, there's there's going to be a lot of pressure on those guys to uh, you know to keep it clean and and be fast at the same time. Um, yeah, so it, it's there's a lot a lot rests on Bathurst this year, and um, yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be all out uh, crazy crazy. Uh, driving at Bathurst to try and bring home that trophy. When will you know who your co-driver is or do you already? 
I, I don't actually. Um, we've got a pool of drivers that uh, that that haven't been locked into a certain car just yet. So, um, yeah, with everything going on, that was probably the last thing that we're thinking about at this stage until it all calms down a bit. Which I'd say, you know, they would want to be starting to think about locking in the drivers in in each car at the moment. But we've got, um, you know, great co-drivers in the mix, and um, uh, any of those guys will be will be good enough to do the job. So, yeah, we'll just let that play out. Could it be a case of waiting to see where people are in the championship that could determine who gets which uh, Possibly, possibly. But I think that, that the guys we've got, they're all on a similar level. Like, they're all very, very good drivers. And, um, uh, yeah, it, it'd be a hard call, I think. Um, you know, obviously, you gotta you got to think about... Um, uh, how much it's going to cost you in the stops if you're going to have a, a dicky seat or um, you know different driving positions. You want the drivers to be as comfortable as possible, so you got to take all that stuff into consideration. And um, uh, but I'll, I'll just let I'll leave that up to Tim and <laughs> and uh, and the guys at the top at Tickford to make that decision because it'll be a hard one. Yeah, just remind us again for those listening who, who you've got: Caruso, Moffat, or Prema, who might become. Davison, I, I believe. And who am I missing there? Who, who else is on the... And Feeney. Brock yes. Feeney. Yes. So Brock's locked into JC's car. Right, yeah. And, uh, and so we've got, we've got three drivers that, um, that are, are yet to be allocated to a car yet. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, mate, we better let you get back to practising for the show tomorrow. Hopefully, SeaWorld will be live streaming it or something so we can uh, tune in and see how you go uh, up on the stage with all the wildlife. And uh, uh, enjoy the time with the family and uh, keep yourself safe. Yeah, thanks, Dubsy. You, <laughs> uh, you can tell them at SeaWorld. <laughs> nice, uh, nice, little, uh, nice little plug sound in there, mate. Um, no, it should be fun. Yeah, we're going to have some fun up here and um, the team, we're going to be doing training together and, and really just enjoy each other's company. And, you know, whilst the team are away, uh, away from their families, we've really got to make it um, a, as fun as possible for all of them because uh, I think, you know, we all appreciate what everyone is doing from the Victorian teams, um, the sacrifices they're making. And, uh, and so we, we'll, we'll make it as fun as possible so that they're, um, uh, they have a good time. Drink as many beers at Jamie's as you can, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we'll be we'll be scumming. We'll be getting everything we can off these Queensland drivers. <laughs> Take it easy, mate. We'll catch up and we'll do another show in the next few weeks. Cheers, awesome. mate. Awesome.